Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get your rosters ready for the fantasy playoffs next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT in 5. I'm Chris Towers here flying solo on Monday night. And that's it. Fantasy regular season is over. We finished it off with a couple of weird surprising games on Monday Night Football. We had the Packers losing to the Giants. Their winning streak comes to an end and their playoff hopes take a hit. Well, the Giants 4, 5, and 8. Only one game out of a playoff spot right now. Look, this this Giants team is not very good, but Tommy DeVito's got some fight in him. He passed for 158 yards on 21 attempts, but he did rush for 71 yards, led the team on a game-winning field goal drive to win the game late. And that that's really all that happened for this team. The Bar- Saquon Barkley was the key factor for the offense. 20 carries, 86 yards, two touchdowns. Did have that weird play where he... The turf monster at MetLife Stadium tripped him up. He fumbled, gave the Packers a chance to uh, go ahead late. But, you know, we know what we're getting from Saquon Barkley at this point. A lot of volume, hoping for touchdowns, hoping for big plays. The passing game role hasn't been super great with Tommy DeVito. Nine for for 15 uh, on passing, on receptions, excuse me. Nine catches on 15 targets. I don't know why that was so hard for me to say. In four games with Tommy DeVito as the quarterback. So it's not a great situation, but he's a a solid RB too. And we did see Wondell Robinson get going, especially late. Had a couple catches on that final drive. Uh, Six catches for 79 yards. I think he's a long shot to ever really be a dependable option down the stretch. But look, maybe he's fully recovered from that ACL tear. This is a guy who was an early round pick in the NFL draft a couple years ago. Maybe he can be the number one that the Giants have been looking for. On the other side of that one, they felt the loss of, of Christian Watson in this one. Watson's sitting out with that hamstring injury. They just couldn't really get anything going down the field, and that's a big part of this offense. Uh, Jordan Love went two for seven on passes, twenty or 15-plus yards down the field. Ended up with 218 yards, 5.6 yards per attempt. One touchdown. That was to Malik Heath, so not super helpful. But Jaden Reed did get in the end zone as a runner. Four carries for 38 yards and a touchdown. Also caught eight passes, so great in PPR, but only 27 yards. It was all short stuff. They're trying to get the ball to him in space and let him make plays. He's shown the ability to do that, but you know, you'd like to see more from him as an actual wide receiver rather than uh, a, you know in this hybrid rushing role where he's doing a lot of his damage. But I do think Jaden Reed is a solid wide receiver three. I'm not sure there's anybody else in this offense you want to trust uh, with Christian Watson out. That kind of includes A.J. Dillon, who had 53 yards on the ground on 15 carries, two catches, 20, 
five yards on three targets. It's just this is what he does. And if he can manage to get in the end zone, you'll have a decent day from A.J. Dillon. But I've seen no reason to think that Aaron Jones won't be the lead back for the Packers whenever he's healthy. It's just a question of getting and then, unfortunately, staying healthy. So hopefully he's back in week 15 and can be in that RB2 discussion. So move on to the Dolphins before we talk about the week 15 waiver wire. And Dolphins, Titans, not a lot to talk about here. I mean, it was a weird game for the Dolphins passing game where Tyreek Hill went out of the game early and the, the passing game just kind of shut down completely. Tyreek Hill uh, ended up with four catches for 61 yards on five targets. Worry there is, yeah, he was able to play through the ankle injury this week, but these are the kind of things that as swelling overnight takes over, is he going to be ready to go for week 15? It's a real concern, so that's something to watch for the Dolphins moving forward. Jalen Waddle, 6 for 79 on 8 targets. He had a fine game. The thing here that was noteworthy, Raheem Moster was the clear number one running back. 21 carries, 96 yards, 2 touchdowns. Devon Achan did have 9 targets, 5 catches for 24 yards, in addition to continuing to look really good in the running game. 47 yards on 7 carries, but you know he wasn't the... He didn't take over as the lead back like we were maybe hoping he would. And on the other side of that one... Derrick Henry, 34 yards on 17 carries, but he did get in the end zone twice. That was great. Tajay Spears, six catches for 89. That was what we were hoping to see in a trailing script. Seven carries, 29 yards. He's got a roll. And if you're desperate at running back, you know, if you lost uh, Alexander Madison or someone like that, you know, it's not ideal to have to start him in the playoffs, but in a trailing script, Tajay Spears is going to matter. Might not be trailing against Houston this week if CJ Stroud and Nico Collins are out. And then DeAndre Hopkins had kind of a... You know, one of those throwback games that he's had a few times this season. Seven catches, 124 yards, and a touchdown on 12 targets. He's still someone I want in my lineup uh, more often than not. You know, he's more like a low-end wide receiver, too. But he still has this kind of upside, still a very, very talented pass catcher. That is DeAndre Hopkins. Let's move on real quick to the top waiver wire targets for Week 15 from Jamie Eisenberg. Make sure you listen to the full episode of Fantasy Football Today on Tuesday morning for a much more in-depth breakdown of the top waiver wire targets. But we've got Ty Chandler, Vikings running back, Antonio Gibson, Commanders running back. Those two, we're just looking at injuries, right? Alexander Madison left with an ankle injury on Sunday. Not sure what his status for Saturday's game, Saturday's game, against the Bengals is going to be. So that's something to keep an eye on. Antonio Gibson, Brian Robinson left week 13 with a hamstring injury. We've had the bye. We don't know what the recovery has looked like since then. So hopefully we can get some details before waivers run this week. But if Robinson now, or if, uh, yeah, Robinson is out, Antonio Gibson could be in line for a top 25 ranking uh, for week 15. And then last three, Isaiah likely tight end. For the Baltimore Ravens, it's been up and down with Mark Andrews out. I think he's had basically one good game with Mark Andrews out out of four opportunities now this season, but he did have a nice game uh, in week 14, showed some upside, made a play down the field. That's what you're looking for out of a wide or out of a tight end on the waiver wire. You're, you're never, you're very rarely going to find a guy who is an obvious must start, but I think likely is a top 12 tight end moving forward. Just not necessarily someone you can count on every single week to produce. Odell Beckham, kind of a similar thing there. He's showing the big playability. He hasn't really been earning a ton of targets. Week 14 was a bit of an outlier there with the 10 targets, but only four catches. He's hitting on big plays, though. I think he's had a catch of at least 40 yards in three of his past four games. So he's looking good there. Still a wide receiver three, but like a better version of what you've been hoping Gabe Davis would be, I think, is the way to look at Odell Beckham where... 
big play potential is going to make him viable every week. If he doesn't hit on those big plays, could be cr- pretty quiet. And then if you need a quarterback, Joe Flacco. <laughs> you know, he's thrown at least 40 passes in each of his first two starts for the Browns. He's got some playmakers. I don't love the idea of having to start Joe Flacco, but if you lost C.J. Stroud, if you're dealing with injuries at the quarterback position, he's got a decent matchup against the Bears this week, so hopefully that turns into a, a little bit of a shootout and Joe Flacco can be useful. And that's going to do it for FFT and 5. Like I said earlier, make sure you check out the full episode of Fantasy Football today for a more in-depth breakdown of the waiver wire, and we'll see you tomorrow. 